Renegade Broadcasting. Hard-hitting talk radio. Welcome to the Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you August 15th, 2021. Thank you so much for joining me here at RenegadeBroadcasting.com, where we take on the terrorist state that rules over us every single broadcast. And actually, it's not just really one terrorist state, but multiple ones, with Israel being chief amongst them, because our elected leaders really take their orders from the Jewish supremacists in Israel. And I just want to say thanks, Jews, for the great work that you're all doing uh, managing this COVID crisis. Isn't it just so incredible that these Jews are the ones that just manage our foreign policy, manage our health here at home, so they, they manage our money. So we really just need to continuously thank them for the great work that they've been doing in all of those regards. You just look at Biden's cabinet, and it's just chock full of Jews. But hey, guys, we'll get there. First off, go over to renegadetribune.com. There are just so many great articles that are going up there all the time, and I'd really appreciate it if you go there, comment, share them around. Also, we have HeathenHerbs.com. A lot of great products getting shipped off all the time. Now, as I was saying, the Jews leading the whole thing, the whole shebang. Let's just take a look at the COVID cabal. Who's at the top of this? Just to really set the stage for what we're going to be talking about here today. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, Jewish. CDC Deputy Director Anne Shushat, Jewish. CDC Chief of Staff Sherry A. Berger, what do you think? Jewish. CDC Chief Medical Officer Mitchell Wolf, Jewish. CDC Director uh, of the Washington Office Jeff Rechek, Jewish. COVID czar. Because we need czars, guys. Jeff Zients, Jewish. COVID Senior Advisor, Andy Slavitt, Jewish. HHS Secretary, Xavier Becerra. He's not openly Jewish, but he's part of the Latino Jewish Coalition in Congress. And uh, he is also, he has a Jewish last name. So that's, that's not a definite one. The HHS Assistant Secretary, Rachel Levine is a man and Jewish. Pfizer CEO, Albert Bourla, Jewish. Moderna's vaccine was created by a Jew, Tal Zaks. Johnson & Johnson's CEO, Alex Gorski, he's Jewish. 
Teva Pharmaceuticals, it's Israeli. Regeneron Pharma CEO, Leonard S. Schleifer, Jewish. So, guys, I mean, we could go on and on. Just within the administration itself, if we're just going to look at all the different posts that are filled by Jews, it would take a long time. I've gone through a number of them before. But just looking at the COVID response, it's all Jewish. So we know who to thank. And it's not the Nazis. Uh, contrary to what almost everybody in the alternative media, except for a few, are going to tell you, it's not the Nazis, guys. We have a, a tweet here by Candace Owens, that, that based black woman. Oh, so based. She says, holy shit, the CDC actually put together a document to discuss putting high-risk people into camps to shield low-risk people from them. No, this is not a joke. And yes, every single person who has made it reference to 1930s Germany is vindicated. She would only be correct if she meant people like us who have referenced 1930s Germany as the way to get out from under Jewish control. Because Weimar Germany was completely controlled by Jews and Weimarica is controlled by Jews as well. But to say that it's the Nazis or people who are like the Nazis who are doing this to us is not just wrong. It is complete misinformation. It is, it is getting people to look in the exact opposite direction of where the true culpability lies. As I've just gone through, the CDC is not run by Nazis, it's run by Jews. The Biden administration it does not have Nazis in it. It has anti-white Jews, anti-German Jews, anti-good anti Jews. They're against goodness, guys. That's what it actually comes down to at the end of the day. They are bad people, very bad people, and they're trying to label people like me, people like you, as being the real threat. We're threats to national security. Guys, the real threats to national security are the ones who are ruling the roost. They're the real terrorists. They're the real threats. And if anybody within the intelligence community had any actual intelligence, they would realize this and do something about it. But most of those people are bought and paid for, just like our politicians which is really unfortunate. We cannot rely on, on the Q-storm to come and save us because, come on, who's, who's perpetuating this whole Nazi NWO thing? It's been Q the whole entire time. Q is a Jew operation. Oh, yeah, trust the plan. Just trust the plan. Trust Trump. He's the father of the vaccine. Oh, yeah, you're going to have uh, Trump reinstated. Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. We're locking up Ellen DeGeneres, uh, putting him in Guantanamo Bay. Oprah's there. They got ankle bracelets. You're, you're going to be fine, Goyim. I, I mean, fellow patriots. We're, we're going to be great. Yeah, the Q storm was a Jew storm, and it was in, to get us to be complacent as the shackles are put all around us. I mean, it's not just our legs being shackled, it's our arms, it's our mouths being covered. We're being seriously screwed here. This is a serious Jew screw that is going on, and people are not doing enough about it. It's very, very infuriating. And guys, we've been getting this Jew screw for a very long time. How did we get into the wars? You know, after 9-11, and okay, we know who did 9-11. You know, the dancing Israelis gelatin crew you know we could talk all day about and i have especially a show i did with christopher bolin i i know there's some suspect things about him but that show i did we we went through it all there's no absolutely no doubting that israel was the prime player in bringing down the twin towers and building seven 
We don't need to go over that. But after the Jews conducted that uh, false flag operation here on American soil, who was behind actually the intelligence that told us that we need to go in and invade Iraq and Afghanistan? We've got Bibi testifying before Congress about how they've got WMDs and we need to do this and we'll be so much better off and, you know, if we do. It was Jews, the neocons in the Bush, Bush administration who were behind this. The project for a new American century was a project for a Jew American century. And it's been decades of war ever since in the Middle East for the benefit of greater Israel, all while, while our white countries are flooded by the refugees from these wars. They're killing two birds with one stone here, of course creating greater Israel while they then depopulate those sections of the Middle East and send everybody over to the white countries to help destroy us in their white genocide plan. But guys, the Taliban is now taking back Afghanistan. They took it back from the Soviets, uh, despite all the... I mean, with the help from people like Rambo. Rambo helped out with that. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Rambo 3, but that's what it was about. Rambo working with the Taliban to eject the Soviets. And now the, the Taliban has essentially helped to eject the American occupation forces there. And that's because Biden pulled back the troops and it was relatively easy, it looks like, for the Taliban to go in and just get people to surrender or defect. Because, you know, honestly, a lot of the people in Afghanistan probably did not like the Americans so much, except for those who are benefiting greatly from it, uh, including those who are running the Bakabazi uh, boy rape circles and also those who were part of the opium trade that was going on there. Oh, it's just so infuriating to see the right wingers. Oh, thank you so much to, to the troops, to the troops who just did so much, sacrificed so much for us over there. Oh, you mean sacrifice so that they could guard poppy fields? That was their sacrifice, guarding poppy fields so that Americans can be flooded with opioids? Oh, oh, you mean uh, protecting the, the tribal warlords who were raping boys with Bakabazi? Uh, sure, some of the American forces, not necessarily the troops themselves, but maybe some of the higher-ups were taking part in those Bakabazi traditional uh, cultural events as well. Good, uh, good few tweets from this guy, Manslow. I don't know anything about him, but uh, he just made a few tweets that I saw posted as a meme. No Taliban ever ran all the banks in my country. No Taliban ever flooded my hometown with Africans. No Taliban ever encouraged my daughter to get an OnlyFans. No Taliban ever called me a domestic terrorist. No Taliban ever tried to turn my kids gay. You know who did all those things, though? Jews. Jews run on the banks of my country. Jews flooded my hometown with Africans. Jews encouraged my daughter to get on OnlyFans. I don't have a daughter, but you get it. Jews call me a domestic terrorist, and Jews try to turn my kids gay. This is their agenda. Even Joe Biden thanked the Jews for being so effective at pushing the LGBTQ agenda. And Zionist Joe Biden has talked openly about how diversity is such a great strength for us, and we have an unending stream of mass migration. It's going to be so good. It's white genocide. <clears throat> They're able to openly come out and say, yes, we're genociding, just like Jennifer Rubin, the based right-winger Jew who's saying, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's great that white people are now, you know, being decimated. Let's just make sure there's no last gasp of white resistance. <laughs> now we got to make sure that they don't have any minority role in this country. She's a right-wing Jew, guys. The Washington Post uh, columnist Jennifer Rubin, that's a right-wing Jew. Guys, if you are still clinging to things like the right wing, you are severely misguided. 
You need to get out of that left-right dynamic because that is how they screw you. It's their Begalian dialectic. That's how they tricked so many idiots into supporting Trump. Hopefully, people are starting to see through it. Hopefully, they will get out of that whole right-wing sphere and stop calling themselves right-wing and stop just talking about, oh, the lefties are doing this, the liberals are doing that. What have the conservatives ever conserved? Uh, their their pocketbooks. They've well, they aggrandized their pocketbooks. They conserve the hegemony of Israel. That's what they conserve. That's the only thing that they're all about. So yeah, I don't I don't care about the Taliban taking back Afghanistan. Uh, was it right for the Americans to go in there, invade the country, kill the freedom fighters, and uh, and set up some puppet rulers? No, of course not. How would we feel if somebody did that to us? So I don't care about the Taliban taking back Afghanistan. Did the Taliban, in all those years that, that the United States was in Afghanistan, did they ever conduct any terrorist operations uh, against American citizens? Yeah, sure, they might have fought against American soldiers who invaded their country, but did they actually ever carry out any terrorist attacks against Europe or against the United States? No, they didn't. Which is actually kind of surprising, to be honest. Anyway, why are they pulling these troops out? What's this all about? Why'd they do that? Just to humiliate the United States? To make us look bad on, in the geopolitical scheme of things? Is that what it's all about? Maybe it's to bring all the troops back so as to have a big crackdown against the people here at home. Could that be what's going on? Is that what we're seeing? I think it could be. I really think that could be what we're seeing here. All right, so I want to play a little clip about the COVID <laughs> tyranny that's taking place here in America. It's a short one, so let's have a listen. If you have to be persuaded, reminded, pressured, lied to, incentivized, coerced, bullied, socially shamed, guilt-tripped, threatened, paid, punished, and criminalized, if all of this is considered necessary to gain your compliance, you can be absolutely certain that what is being promoted is not in your best interest. Yeah, I'd say that's correct. Now, let's take a look at uh, what's happening in the free world over here in America. <clears throat> We're so free, and we have to thank Jews for, for our freedom. We really do. They're just such good people. And wait, hold on. Is it really crazy that, uh, isn't it crazy that these people who are putting in the most draconian legislation and rules and everything are, are calling themselves liberals? They're so-called liberals. <laughs> you look at the definition of what liberal means. What they're doing is the antithesis of being liberal. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, that's the world we live in today where everything is uh, flipped upside down. Anyway, we see that the, there are restrictions being put in place all over the place. L.A. now has the indoor uh, vaccine requirement. If you're going to go out to a bar or a cafe or... Uh, a gym, whatever the case may be, any kind of indoor business, probably even shopping at a clothes store, you're going to have to show a COVID vaccine passport. Uh, I'm not sure if this applies to businesses, office, office buildings and things. It might. Up in San Francisco, they've pretty much got the same thing there. Same thing with New York City. It's what they've got rolled out in France because this is a New World Order, a Jew World Order. So these these kinds of things are put in place across the world. And if it's not, if it's not in your area yet, it's probably coming there. They're just waiting to roll it out. And uh, a number of places are making it much, much harder to live freely 
now uh, without uh, complying with the latest mandates from a bunch of Jews who don't have our actual health at heart, who are actually seeking to actively harm us. Over in Philadelphia, we're actually seeing a new uh, vaccine mandate of sorts and also a mask mandate now in effect. And this is, this is absolutely ridiculous. There's a part in this article I'm seeing from Philadelphia CBS Local where you are required to double, double mask uh, if you are part of, I think if you work for the city. Here we go. Starting September 1st, all city employees will be required to be fully vaccinated if they work inside or be double masked. Okay, so comply with the vaccine or or put on two face masks. Why is nobody filing OSHA, uh, OSHA lawsuits? Because behind a face mask, the carbon dioxide levels are way beyond OSHA requirements. Nobody's stepping in and doing anything about this. Getting vaccinated isn't just a personal decision, Bettigol said. It's a decision that affects all of us. You're affecting my health. Wear the wear double mask. Get vaccinated, even though we're seeing time and again, all, all these people who are vaccinated uh, have tested positive. Oh, there's a big big to, to do about uh, the, the uh, Carnival cruise ships and Norwegian cruise ships uh, coming out of Florida where... You know, they're requiring the vaccine passports and everything. There was a story about uh, 29 vaccinated crew on one of these cruise, ship, cruise ships uh, testing positive. They didn't show any symptoms. Oh, that's so terrifying, though. Oh, my God. 29 people tested positive, and they showed no symptoms. This has got to be such a deadly disease. Well, we have to. Th- we should just thank the vaccine for that because, you know, as we we're as we're told, the vaccine just lessens the symptoms. It doesn't stop you from catching COVID or spreading COVID, but it stops the symptoms from developing. Then why do you need to get people vaccinated for herd immunity? If people who have who have the vaccine are getting COVID and are carrying COVID and are spreading COVID, what the hell does it matter whether or not I'm vaccinated? They, well. Guys, you got to throw logic out the door when we're dealing with these people. Logic does not matter. This none of this has about been about logic. But you got to trust the science. You got to trust the scientists. You got to trust the doctors. You got to trust Doctor Fauci. There's a great clip coming out of Wachusett's, not too far from where I used to live in Massachusetts, where there there was a big uh, meeting, uh, a school meeting, and a bunch of parents were there. A bunch protesting against the mask mandates and all the other insanity surrounding COVID. And there was a, a point where one of these people with a mask on, what wasn't one of the parents, it's one of the school officials or whatever, uh, was telling the parents that they just need to trust the experts, like Dr. Fauci. And the whole room just starts laughing. And this is what we need to do. We need to just endlessly laugh at these people who are supposed to be taken so seriously. Now, of course, we need to get angry at them, but laughing in their faces, ooh, they don't like that. They do not like that. So let's just take a little listen in here to this uh, great little clip, and we need more parents to start acting like this. Active in fighting COVID under rules established by health experts. One would have to dismiss the views of highly educated and experienced scientists, people like Dr. Anthony Fauci or Dr. <laughs> What are you, retarded? Excuse me. Again. Again. Don't laugh at, at, at uh, Anthony Fauci because, well, he's an expert. 
dumbasses. All right. I just hate people who willingly go along with with the slavery and enforce it upon others. Ugh. Okay. Here's an article out of U.S. News about how Biden is eyeing tougher vaccine rules without, try, without trying to provoke backlash. Oh, boy, there's backlash, and it's going to get worse. You know what? There's also comeuppance, and it's coming. It might be a little hard to come by, but it's coming. There will be comeuppance, and it will be dedicated to all the people who have been injured by this vaccine, as you call it, by this gene therapy It'll be dedicated to all the people who've had their businesses ruined. It'll be dedicated to all the children who've killed themselves because of the COVID lockdown. This comeuppance is coming. I know they're all worried about a, a terrorist threat from COVID deniers. Well, guys, uh, it's not a terrorist threat you got to worry about. It's called comeuppance. That is coming. Okay, just, just saying that. I'm not making any terroristic threats. You, government, you, Jewish media, you're the ones making terroristic threats all the damn time, and we're sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. So here, let me read from this article. Still, while more severe measures, such as mandating vaccines for interstate travel, are you freaking kidding me? <sighs> mandating vaccines for interstate travel or changing how the federal government reimburses treatment for those who are unvaccinated and become ill with COVID-19. Oh, but we're not going to help you out if, if you just didn't take the vaccine and you get sick. They, those things have been discussed. So they're saying mandating vaccines for interstate travel has been discussed, but the administration is worried that they'd be too polarizing for the moment. That's the key there, guys, for the moment. They do this incrementally. First, it was 14 days to stop the spread, right? We got, we got to flatten the curve. Then it was, well, we got to lock you down. Yeah, well, we'll just lock everything down. Then it was, well, you got to wear a mask. And then, of course, it, well, you got to wear two masks, maybe even three. Then you got to get the vaccine. Then you got to get the booster shots. What else will people do? What other hoops will they jump through? They're going to keep moving the goalposts, guys. You're never getting your freedom back, no matter how many carrots they put out in front of you. And they've openly talked about it this way, talking about the carrots and the sticks. Well, the carrots haven't been working for the unvaccinated, so we're going to have to start bringing out the stick. That's how they talk about us. It's infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. And here, here we see that there's actually a bill in Congress that would ban tens of millions of Americans from flying. What do you think about this? Falling comes from the description of H.R. 4980 that has been posted on Congress.gov to direct the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport inside the United States or a territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID and for other purposes. Okay, they don't have the full text of the bill, but that's what they're seeking to do, guys. They're seeking to ensure that you can't fly in the United States unless you're fully vaccinated. This is crazy. What else will you tolerate? So even people who just had one injection, then they got severely harmed and they're not going to have another. Well, no, sorry. Sorry, you're not fully vaccinated. Um. <sighs> So this uh, following excerpt comes from a, an article titled Unvaccinated People Belong on the No-Fly List. Yeah, we're like terrorists. 
Ooh. But at this stage of the pandemic, tougher universal restrictions are not the solution to continuing viral spread. While flying, vaccinated people should no longer carry the burden for unvaccinated people. The White House has rejected a nationwide vaccine mandate, a sweeping suggestion the Biden administration could not easily enact it if it wanted to. Oh, no, you couldn't. If you try to inject me, you're getting injected with lead, buddy. <laughs> I am not going to allow you to inject me or my family. Come try. Come try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no goddamn chance. I don't care. I don't care of the consequences. I don't care about the loss of life. I would rather die fighting you bastards than allow you to poison me and my family. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you, if you guys want to get injected with the poison, then go right ahead. But not me. Not my family. You've already affected us enough with the spread, the shedding of this toxic soup that you guys have been injecting into people. Guys, come up and is coming. I can't wait. But a no-fly list for unvaccinated adults is an obvious step that the federal government should take. It will help limit the risk of transmission at destinations where unvaccinated people travel and by setting norms that restrict certain privileges to vaccinated people. Privileges. It's a society of privileges. It's a caste system now. It's Oh, shocking. Apartheid. I hate using that word. It's always to make white people seem bad. But that's what they're setting and, uh, up an apartheid, segregated oh, system. Where unless you go along with the, what the Jews who run the CDC say, then you are completely shunned from good society. You're going to be starved to death because you're not going to be allowed to work. Because you won't be able to go into the grocery store. Because you won't be able to travel. This is sick. These Bolshevik Jews need to be stopped. And all of their goyim lackeys. Come up ants. That's all I'm saying. That's all it needs to happen is come up ants. Not for the unvaccinated, but for the, the tyrannical pieces of shit who are ruling over us. <sighs> yeah, yeah. This guy raised the vaccination rates for, for the herd immunity of the goyim. Those cattle, they just... Why won't those cattle just let us prick them with a needle? It's for their own good. Putting us on no-fly lists like we're terrorists. You're going to create terrorists. That's, that's what's going to happen. If you keep treating the American people like this, don't be surprised when the American people treat you like the enemy that you are. Come up and... That's the word of the day. Let's take a look at this terrorism advisory that we got going on here. <clears throat> yeah, terrorism advisory. Do you hear about this one? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jay Lemon. Hey, you hear about this uh, terrorism advisory? Yeah, the new DHS advisory includes uh, opposition to COVID measures as a potential indicator of a terrorist threat. You don't like what the CDC Jews are doing? You're a terrorist. Let's listen in. Pete, what do we know about this? Well, DHS says this new terrorism advisory is not based on any actual threats or plots, but it says there's a rise in anti-government rhetoric. Some of it is opposition to COVID public health rules like mask and vaccine measures. People don't like dog. They must be terrorists. Fuck you. I'm sorry for the profanity today, guys. I am just not in the mood for this bullshit. I'm just so sick of it. Every week it just gets worse and worse. 
The U.S. Department of Homeland Security issued a terror warning that appears to be to put Americans pushing back against COVID-19 restrictions on par with jihadists who might strike on the anniversary of the September 11th attacks. A DHS bulletin published on Friday said that anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremists may try to exploit the emergence of COVID-19 variants by viewing the potential reestablishment of public health restrictions across the U.S. as a rationale, rationale to conduct attacks. You pieces of shit are the ones who are attacking us with needles, with masks, restricting our ability to breathe, and shutting down businesses. You've ruined so many lives. You've caused so many children to kill themselves or contemplate killing themselves. You are the terrorists, and you must be stopped. And they're talking about how it's the, it's the, uh, it's the white people, too. Oh, white extremists, of course, are lumped in here as part of the, the people who are, will, uh, Use the COVID uh, restrictions as a justification for carrying out attacks. Oh. You can take a look at the whole bulletin yourself. It's the same kind of Jewish crap that we've been seeing for years now. All right, let's, uh, let's turn our attention now to how Jews are genociding white people and laughing about it. We've already talked about this a little bit with Jennifer Rubin. But yeah, there are a bunch of stories out now about how, how non-white the country is becoming and how great it is. Jimmy Fallon, speaking of late-night hosts, let's... Let's listen to Jimmy Fallon here, who was just celebrating about how the uh, 2020 census showed that for the first time in American history, the number of white people went down. <laughs> That's so good. That's a great one. <laughs> oh, my God. Some more news. The results of the 2020 census just came out. And for the first time in American history, the number of white people went down. Turn on the applause sign. That's what they did. White people dying. <laughs> White people declining. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I didn't want cheers or booze. I just wanted to... Interesting. That's all I was. Yeah. Decline. Decline in white people. People are down. Well, yeah, which probably explains the decline in wedding DJs playing Total Eclipse of the Heart. Turn around every now. This is so funny. Yeah, you can tell there are, uh... Is there another DJ song? Don't stop believing. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, you can tell there are fewer white people because uh, now there's plenty of parking outside Vineyard Vines. Uh, most people shrugged at the decline of white people while Fox News declared it a national emergency. No piece of shit, it's genocide. It has all been deliberately orchestrated by Jews and it's called white genocide. And hey, guess what? It's illegal. And the people who are complicit in this and the people who are laughing about it deserve comeuppance. Comeuppance. Some business news. I saw that next week, Dunkin' Donuts is bringing back its pumpkin spice products. Right, that's the reaction. I got the same reaction about the decline in white people. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nice Dunkin' sales. Donuts is bringing back all of the pumpkin products. Even the guy putting out Halloween candy at CBS right. is like, uh, feels kind of... All right, you, you get it. You get it. Oh, pumpkin spice is a big uh, white people thing, too, by the way. So it does tie in. <clears throat> okay. Let's, uh, let's take a look at this article from Vulture about how uh, they don't know what to do with, with white men on TV. Let's read the first two paragraphs here. 
This summer, television became preoccupied with the question, what should happen to men? Not all men. TV has not been inundated with stories about black men, migrant men, trans men, men who struggle to make ends meet by holding down three gig economy micro jobs. One conundrum has been cropping up in various genres and iterations. The white guys who used to be default protagonists on TV, most of them are Jews, by the way, and in American life, all of the beleaguered dads, dad bosses, authoritative leaders, and wildcard mavericks are no longer the main characters. So what happens to that guy now? Should he be erased? Can he be rehabilitated? Because he's just so toxic. All white men are so toxic. His entitlement washed away. Oh, where is he supposed to go? I think he's supposed to go on a, on a uh, let's call it a comeuppance spree. That's where he should go. Series from this summer have found various answers to that question. Perhaps the white guy has a meltdown, or he leans into his, his right to take up space. We just, oh, we just take up space. That's what we do. We don't do anything useful. We just take up space. Maybe the best course of action is to plot his demise. Jews have been doing that for centuries now. In every case, it's less a clear answer and more a thought experiment for an awkward cultural snarl, with a vague gesture about how to loosen it slightly. Although many of these shows include people of color on the directing staff or in the writer's room, they are all created or co-created by white producers. They're called Jews, Vulture. Get it right. And it's tempting to see that their own plaintive self-concern at work in them. After all, none of the shows simply jettison the white guy. They hold him close. They observe him, mock him, jab at him mercilessly, even as he becomes a story's central problem rather than its central character. There, there he still is in the middle of the narrative. Aw, oh, thanks, Jews. Thanks for doing all this. I mean, it's just, it's just great. It's great to see you doing all this. Let's take a look at uh, an article about uh, how a Colorado county offers a glimpse of America's future. This is from the Washington Post. Nearly a quarter century ago, when Maria de Lourdes Zavala moved from Mihuacan, Mexico, Commerce City, Colorado, to what? I don't know. Commerce City, Colorado was a hub for mostly white agricultural and oil refinery workers. There weren't any Mexicans, almost nobody spoke Spanish. And so she was reflecting uh, on a time when it was mainly white in that county. Now it's different, she says. And now everything's all Mexican up there. So it's just great. Oh, it's so fabulous. And a big, big, bolded headline here. White share population declines. Since 2020, 20, uh, 2010, 65 counties have shifted from majority white to majority minority as the share of white residents has dropped across the country. So this go on and on celebrating how great this is. It's just offering a glimpse of America's future where white people are a tiny minority. And guess what? We're not going to get any good minority benefits. None of the privileges of being a minority. No affirmative action or anything like that. We're going to be a hated minority that continues to be persecuted until we're gone from this earth. But guys, that's not going to happen is it because comeuppance is coming so yes that's that's what we're facing guys we're facing a bunch of uh, genocidal Jews who have plotted our demise for many years while we've just been sitting here dreaming all while they're scheming as the great Van Morrison has put it uh, before I take a little break here maybe I'll even play that song I wanted to talk about an article I released today about how Anne Boleyn's transformation is just the latest blackwashing of history. 
Yeah, so they have a TV show out now about uh, Anne Boleyn. I think it's done by the BBC. And it, she's played by a black woman. And it's just, oh, so progressive. And the actress who plays the, the character, she says, As a black artist in general, my main desire is for my humanity to be considered. Not just that I'm a black woman, but that I'm a human being having a human experience and existing in a human space. Guys, I think I should play the leader of the Zulus. What do you think about that? Because I'm a human being having a human experience and exists in a human space, even though they think, you know, basically I'm a subhuman as being white. Uh, but yeah, I'm a human being. I, I could play the leader of the Zulus. It doesn't matter what color I am. What are you, racist? I should play Kunta Kinte in the remake of Roots. I, why can't I play Kunta Kinte? I'm going to put on a stage play. Uh, you know how they had Hamilton? I want one about Rosa Parks, but Rosa Parks is going to be played by Sinead. Actually, better yet, since we got the Tubbies coming out on the 20s, right? I, they're still going to do that, right? Turning uh, uh, the 20s into Tubbies, getting rid of Andrew Jackson, putting Harriet Tubman on there. I want Sinead to play Harriet Tubman. It's going to be perfect. And I can play Frederick Douglass. What do you think? What do you guys think about that? I think it's perfect. Of course, they would never go for that. But hey, this isn't even the first white queen who was portrayed by a black person. <laughs> the BBC portrayed uh, Margaret of Anjou, Queen Margaret, as, uh, as a black woman as well. Uh, Achilles and Zeus were both played by black people in a recent uh, TV series or something. It's called The Fall of Troy. Uh, the Irish hero Cuculain, uh, it could be said a few different ways, he was depicted as an African on Irish TV. Dancing around with his, uh, with his spear or his staff or something. Of course, the white god, Heimdall, portrayed by the black actor Idris Elba. Sir Lancelot. <laughs> Sir Lancelot. She. The little mermaid. She. I mean, There's so many examples of it. It's just so sickening. But this is all part of their genocidal program. They're taking us out of our past. They're erasing our past so that we are demoralized in the present and we think we have no future. But we have a future, guys. It's going to be a brilliant one. It's going to be a bright future. But we have to grab it for ourselves. we got to stop worrying about what uh, polite society has to say about us. we got to stop worrying about what the what the terrorists who control our country are going to do to us. We got to stop worrying about, oh, well, what if, what if they, they do this or that? Or they cancel me here? Or they ban me there? Guys, this is, this is the future, not just for ourselves, but for our children and our children's children. We cannot drop the ball. All right, I'm going to play a song, and I'll be back, hopefully with Sinead in just a little bit. Western man has no plan. Since he became complacent Stop believing in himself Let others steal his rewards While he was dreaming While he was dreaming Others were scheming Doing deals behind his back Now western man is adrift And under attack What happened in between Now there's no other bite of the cherry Unless he's prepared to fight Start on a new path to freedom New path to freedom The horse has bolted from the stables The lunatics have taken over the farm 
Your tickets have taken over the main house. Clandestine meetings in the forest. Going back to the way it was. Now it just seems being impossible. Western man has no plan. He stole that wild while he was dreaming. Welcome back. I have with me here Sinead, but not just Sinead. I've got a little crazy little cat here is purring really loud, so you might hear that as well. Wait, just stop talking for a second and you'll hear it. <laughs> it's so loud. She yeah. purrs really loudly. She's a very happy cat. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of happy cats. We do. But you know what's not so happy, Sinead? The state of the world. Yes. The state of the world making me not so happy. I was raging a little bit in the first part of the show justifiably so and for a number of reasons for all of the vaccine mandates for the double masking and all the other crazy crap they're throwing around which is causing children to kill themselves to want to kill themselves to be scarred and maimed for life from this uh experimental injection yeah. it's it's causing so many problems infertility and I was also raging at the celebrations that we're seeing so many people partake in regarding the decline of white people. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, they've been celebrating this but for years. There was a recent you know, study, yeah, the 2020 that. census is indicating, oh, white decline. And everybody's just saying Jewess it's so great. I saw some applauding it on Twitter. Jennifer Rubin. She's a right winger. You know that? Oh, it's yeah. It's a right wing Jewess. Based. Based. She might even be fascist. I think she might be like fascist. Mm -hmm. Right in line with uh, Max Boot as well, who's also, I, I think, from the Ma Washington Post. That's another Jew. Oh, oh I'm so shocked. Remember Bill Crystal, the neocon, who was also yeah. celebrating the decline of white people? And just, th these Jews hate white people, whether on the right or the left. You can't consider them allies, unlike uh, Jared Taylor. <laughs> oh, yeah, they look white to me. Yeah, I think they're patriotic men of the West. <laughs> so I was, I was um, taking a look at this study that showed... Uh, that 
the most educated in society, the PhDs, and the least educated in society are to are the, some of the groups who are the most vaccine hesitant. So it's basically an inverse bell curve. I think also, I mean, I don't know. A, a PhD is such a broad thing. Most of the PhDs that I think of in my head are people that just go on to like be professors, right? Because <laughs> you can't really do much with a PhD and a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, or I wonder if they're conducting research or things like that. I wonder if the hesitancy is not only because they're intelligent. Well, you know, PhD doesn't actually equal intelligence, so I won't go that far. But well, maybe, there is Doctor David Duke. <laughs> Doctor David Duke, please. Um, but maybe it's because they're in a position where they haven't been bullied into having to get it yet. You know, I think that might be part of it as well. I'm not saying that it's because no, they're it's they're not, not researching this, but. It's not that they're not being forced for to. For the middle no. class workers, it's like, oh, you want to pay your bills? It's, um, it's not about taxes. it's not about who's getting it. It's about who doesn't want to get it. Oh. That's what the study was measuring. Yeah. Right. Not about who, who's actually getting shot up. It's about who does not want to get shot up. And again, that study, like, who are they, who are but, they polling? But, you know, I, honestly, I see this sometimes with, with various things where it's um, the people who are kind of right in the middle who are just the most gullible, you know, the average people who are the most willing to just buy into critical race theory, you know, anti-white propaganda, where where sometimes it's the people at the high end of intelligence who are saying, this is absolutely ludicrous. You got to take a look at this study showing IQ differences and you got to, you got to consider the repercussions of this, what this is going to happen to this country down the line. And it's also the people at the other end of the spectrum who are getting their jobs taken by the influx of Well, the people that are like experiencing it at their door, you know, the, the wealthy people are shut off from a lot of it and they just don't even... You know, they believe that the racial relations are what they see on TV, you know, where... Or in college. I went to a good college. So the so-called minorities at the school were some of the best of the best in the world. So you mm-hmm. get a very skewed perspective as to what a black person is really like or what... And Just even try though... walking through Harlem. You'll, yeah. you'll figure it well, out real quick. <laughs> I've walked through the Bronx, too. I yeah. know. We walked through the Bronx together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you're freaking crazy and decided to park your car in the Bronx. Yeah, I got to, to park it for money. $10 overnight. Yeah, and compared to if I could go, almost went die. to Manhattan. <laughs> How much would it cost to park my oh, car in Manhattan? It would have been like $75 or something. I think he maybe even more than yeah, that. Yeah, possibly overnight, possibly more. Yeah. See, I, I know about racial reality, but sometimes I'm a little cheap. And <laughs> 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 honestly, I'm. Guy took a good, he took good care of the yeah, car. Mm-hmm, it came out fine. Everything was good, you know? Yeah. No one, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to walk down the. Uh, the Bronx, you know, now, but back then people were like, hey, you know, what's up? Someone was like, is that your wife or something? Yeah, it's yeah, it maybe trying to hand us a flyer or something. Yeah. Hey, you and your wife are interested in it's this? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just met yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but little did he know, mm-hmm. he was actually he could a fortune telling black man. They are like, wise. I, they are very wise. I know wise. that this woman will be well, in your future. And you know, another demographic that is very so called vaccine hesitant, vaccine resistant. Black people. Black people do not want to get shot up with this vaccine. Good. And I, Good I, for them. I wonder if it's because they know of the, the, like, t- say, the Tuskegee, Tuskegee experiment Tuskegee. where they were injecting uh, men with syphilis, getting them infected with syphilis, black men. Or they're just untrustworthy purpose. to begin with, which yeah. we should cultivate that same yeah. untrustworthiness because uh, these people don't have our best interests at heart. I think most people realize that by now. But uh, yeah, I you know that REMC guy from uh, from the UK? Don't take the vaccine, sister, sister. (laughs) I mean, that's cool. I think he's like Jamaican or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's cool. 
we want to write an anti-vaccine banger, but we just haven't had the time yet. No, no, haven't yet. I was thinking of doing it more nuanced, like not literally <laughs> like don't take the vaccine, but something about injection, infection. I don't know. But it's good to see people like him, you know, doing the song, getting a little movement going over there with music. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's so funny that the the people are supposed to be these rebellious, you know, countercultural forces. The uh, you know, like the the offspring. Remember, you know oh, how they God. kicked out one of their members because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's no longer part of the band. Good, go start your own thing. Oh, you don't need the offspring. That band sucks, anyways. Maybe go do your own. Thing. Pretty fly for a white like, guy. Down, 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 <laughs> so, down. it's a bunch of musicians, a bunch of artists. Oh, you right? know the Foo Fighters, how they weren't mm-hmm. gonna allow any non-vaccinated people to their concert, and then a couple of weeks later, their concert got canceled because vaccinated people were testing positive. Yeah. yeah. Well, Foo Fighters are tied to military intelligence, anyways. At least Dave Grohl is. I know that his mm-hmm. father was military intelligence. Interesting name then, of Foo course. Foo Fighters, Because right. the Foo Fighters World were War II. supposedly these little energy balls that were maybe a Nazi um Nazi, Nazi energy balls. They never attacked any airplanes, but the Foo Fighters would basically track these airplanes uh, and, and fly right alongside of them, and they just didn't know what the hell they were. Hmm, that's, yeah. A lot of strange things about things flying in the sky. I've covered these topics in the past, but uh, I just don't find them very relevant anymore with what's facing us right now. And also it's because the whole UFO phenomenon is so mainstream now. And so why should I talk? Oh yeah. Like Steven Greer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. God, that guy looks like such a creeper. Yeah, there are so many people involved with that over the years that have just been so And it's getting us to focus like out there, you know, either Mm -hmm. something's gonna come save us or something's gonna come destroy the world, but just keep waiting. You know, don't do anything. Just wait around, keep looking up at the sky. I did nothing wrong with looking up at the sky. I did wish those Imperial Germans. Yeah, what the hell? Well, okay, look, check it out. No, I have a theory. Everybody keeps asking us where he is. Yeah, where do you think? For the record, we have no friggin' idea, but when did he? When did he kind of fall off the radar? Was it around two thousand seventeen? When the Imperial Germans got him. Hey, man. I. I mean, look. I have no idea where. (laughs) And a lot of people think that we were very close with this guy. We. We were. We met him once in our lives. You know. I'm sorry. We don't know where he is. People to this day are like. Where is he? Guys, we don't know. We, we're we isolated. We don't, like, associate with anybody. So, I, I'm we almost, don't know. I'm almost glad he's he's not Yeah, what, are you, what is he missing what, out on? A bunch of What does nonsense? he need to say to, to, right. to anybody? Right. He's put forth a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And... I just hope he's okay. Yeah, and I'm glad... Like, honestly, if he had stayed around long enough, who knows whether or not we might have found, like, oh, come on. You know, he start promoting, promoting something we didn't agree with. It's better in my mind, that he's gone now and not part of the whole milieu of alternative media. I mean, I don't blame a lot of the people that have just dropped off because uh, it's just such a... Ugh, it's just Cancer. awful. It's uh, it's just awful. That's why I'm so glad I'm not really like doing too much these days. I just pop in once in a while. Going on Blackbird 9's show I can't, to be interviewed? I can't take it. I'd rather focus on music and get my music out to people outside of this echo chamber. You know, that's why this whole white art, white art collective or whatever, yeah, in theory it's a great idea, but... It's a little echo chamber, you know? You should be making music that uplifts everybody, you know, outside of your little telegram chat online, you know? That's what I want to focus more on now is uh, not compromising my beliefs ever, but just expanding my 
my reach, you know, mm-hmm. and not just making fucking parodies under Goyam Goddess, you know, for 10 people to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been, would have been a different seem... story if you were still able to be up on YouTube. Oh, for sure. Gosh, I would have loved to take it to like the next level with music videos and all mm-hmm. kinds of cool stuff for sure. But um, yeah. Because that was it's a very successful to get campaign. Out of the, the small little circle, you know. Well, and also the kind of music that the white art collective It's so promotes. depressing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why folk, like, I love folk music, but this is not folk. Well, it's it's neo-folk. neo-folk. And I think that our message or our beliefs, whatever the truth, um, should not just come in the form of, like, a depressing folk song that doesn't lift people up. It doesn't get their heart pumping. It doesn't get them We're inspired. All dying. doesn't make them emotional or feel energized, you know, so I just... White babies are crying. <laughs> it's... It's sad because it would be great if we could have our own little, you know, record labels and all these things. Resistance Records. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. So good. William Luther so Pierce. Good. And the video games that he was putting out. And I've found that, like, you know, with um, some of my songs that I've put out recently, people that I that don't necessarily know all about me... The songs speak to them on a deeper level. You know, it's not, I'm not coming out and saying like, did you know you're a slave and blah, blah, blah. But they'll be like, yeah, yeah, we should fight for, uh, fight for the light and fight for the world and nature and all of these nice things. So most people can agree on a lot of things if you just put it out there in, in a palatable way. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree with that. We definitely need more good cultural uh, art and music and yeah definitely it's it's, it's lacking not fashion not these not these things where you're you know singing about iq differences and stuff like that (laughs) i just don't think that's gonna reach your average person um i think we need to rule of thumb i'm smart and you're dumb (laughs) yes yes. (laughs) we got mc iq on the on the mic MCIQ, that sounds kind of cool, actually. MCIQ. Sounds like a new telephone company. MCIQ. Yeah, I just think um, it would be great if there are more people that wanted to make music, too. I mean, right now I'm not in any position to do this, but I've thought about in the future, you know, if anybody would want to use my services of mixing and mastering their songs to see them come to life, you Mm -hmm. know, that would be really cool. Because a lot of people, myself included, before I got started doing my own productions, I was like, I have all these ideas in my head, but I, I can't do it on my own. You know, I need someone to like play the instruments and to do all that. So once you learn how to do it on your own, it's, you don't, you don't need anybody else. You just make your own freaking music. You know, if you, yeah. if you don't play an instrument, that's okay. Program it with, you know, the technology. So that would be cool to actually have music that is not just depressing neo folk out there, inspiring and uplifting people, mm-hmm. getting people to, dance and getting people to feel feelings other than depression <laughs> feel feelings yeah well except for you because you don't you don't have Some any man <laughs> feel rage that's the only feeling I, I yeah i feel so much rage that i've just kind of gone numb which is sad yeah i'm just like I, I, I don't even know well the problem is that we just can't express it too much throughout the day because we have a a son yeah and we yeah, can't just be great. raging all the time <laughs> right he knows things aren't right. He agrees with yeah. us. We don't try to indoctrinate him. We just get him no. to try to think a little bit uh, outside of what the, everybody else is saying. He doesn't watch TV, so he's not getting in- inundated with all these messages from Jews. Yeah. So it's not too hard to keep him on, on the right path. 
Yeah. It's just so sad seeing how much people are influenced by the the television. Yeah, it's so weird. You know, every, everybody was all happy and calm here until they started pumping up this Delta variant nonsense on the, the TV. And now everyone's like, oh, got to cancel everything. They're trying to mask the children back up at school again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big... I've, I've even heard rumors of the schools locking down completely again. In Florida here, where we're supposed to be Oh, so base free. DeSantis. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see how uh, the key... Key, how key, key is is now the uh, a big anti-Semitic dog yeah. whistle for uh, COVID deniers, especially over in Did France. Did you of course. hear that that woman that was holding the sign got arrested or something? Well, there have been many, uh, but that yeah. W- yeah, one of the women who was marching with a key for sign. holding a sign that says "Who." Yeah, we got us. We got to ban the book Horton. Here's a who. <laughs> got to ban it. There's ban uh, the word "Who." Yeah, well, it interesting. One you know, of the like basic WH questions. The uh, <laughs> the, you teach el- the elephant is it has a little who in his ear, telling Ooh, him what to do. Huh? A little Jew, and the elephant has save a big us. nose. You have to save us, elephant. <laughs> conserve us. It's the only thing you must conserve. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Seuss was trying to tell us. Well, Doctor Seuss is a Jew himself, so yeah. Um, yeah. So key. The anti-Semitic rallying cry, and that general has been under investigation. I don't know what's ever come about of that. But yeah, big things still happening in France. Big things still happening all over. The resistance is actually massive. Even here in the United yeah. States, I'm seeing a lot of different things. They're not being reported by the mass no, media. No, they never will. But uh, school meetings uh, where where parents are just flipping out on outside people. Outside of hospitals. Uh, outside of hospitals. The workers, the workers themselves. Yeah. Yep. So when, it's, when people are being pushed into the corner they're starting to fight back yeah. and Sun Tzu had even mentioned how you don't want to put your enemy in a corner because he's gonna he's gonna fight and like that's a, why they will they will temporarily be like okay everything's calmed down take the masks off okay now put them back on because they have to let us have a little bit of breathing room so we don't absolutely flip out mm-hmm. but um I hope people do flip out in the right direction I'm not saying senselessly you know but like resist this you know don't don't allow this to happen that that video of that young teenage girl from spain being forced to get mm-hmm. the vaccine i mean i felt like i was watching someone be raped Essentially, it was I think it was horrific in many ways it is it might be worse i don't think we can fucking do that okay. compare that shit right what i'm now. saying That's is the, the long term okay there's there's trauma psychological physical but like this could kill her within years yeah so i'm just saying like People, it's, people it's who think we're overreacting. Poison. People who think we're overreacting by calling it rape. It is. This is really it's, bad. You're you're penetrating someone's body without their consent. You're forcing them, whether that be physically holding them down or through extortion and coercion. And that these are children. Children have children don't have rights. You know, at this point, we can say, "I don't want it." Okay, well, yeah, we probably won't be able to work. We probably won't be able to buy food. The list goes on. Oh, sounds- but for these children, they have no rights at all. And apparently, you know, the parents don't even have rights over their own children anymore either. So they're they're screwed. And it was really disturbing to see that this this girl, I think that was her mom with her there. It had to have been or who knows? Who knows? Uh, Yeah, you don't need parents anymore to, you know, get a sex change and all this. So maybe she was just brought there by adults that aren't her parents. I don't know. But wow. I mean, that's. That's so disturbing. Even She's there, like, holding her body, like, crying. Even if your parent does say, oh, they need to get shot up. No. You guys got to do whatever. You... 
That's that's it's crazy. It's crazy. How it is crazy. And my heart goes are, out are to slaves. I, I know that there slaves. are people out there, children out there who their parents are probably forcing them to get it. Um, and now you have this whole underground, uh, you know, black market of vaccine cards. And, oh, we're going to have to do something to combat this. Maybe like a chip or something. Perfect problem reaction solution, right? They give you these little paper cards that are apparently like the past to, to life mm. now, but they're I, so easily forged. I love how they're saying, oh, it, oh, it's illegal to do this. You could face up to a year in what prison. Law? Yeah, what law? What law? When did they pass this law? They don't even have to. They just and make shit up now. How is it legal to even ask somebody in the first place about their medical What about records? HIPAA? No, that doesn't apply, see. It's an emergency, so all of that is just out the window, Okay. It's so weird. I mean, if you would have told me like a couple of years ago, people would be coming up asking me, you know, have I had this treatment or that treatment and expect me to disclose mm -hmm. that? I would think you're crazy. But I was always taught, you know, HIPAA so important. We had to take all these courses on it and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> just think about a few years ago with David Dees' cartoons about the mandatory, not cartoons, but, you know, illustrations about yeah. the mandatory vaccinations. And them holding them down. Yeah. That's the the that, checkpoints and here, everything. Here we are. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people thought, oh, yeah, David D is such a conspiracy crazy guy. Well, um, we're here. They have vaccine passports now. And uh, they're going to find ways to cut off, you know, your access to resources if you don't do what they say. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, like a Haldemore that they're planning here where yep. if you don't go along with the state or the medical mafia run by Jews, which I went over Bolsheviks, in the first, yeah. first part, the CDC is completely Jewish. Uh, Everything. If you if you don't go along, yes, exactly. If you don't go along with this, you can't work, which means you can't get money, which means you can't eat because well, you know what doesn't even matter. You can't even go to the grocery store unless you get the vaccine anyway. So, yep. so good luck trying to survive. So They're trying to starve these... people into submission. Yes. yes, like they always do. Like it's a it's do. a Jewish tactic that they've used through the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Stop focusing on the Jews. It's Nazis. Nazis oh, uh, it's doing the this. Fourth Reich. <laughs> The Fourth Reich, yeah. I read a tweet by Candace Owens talking about how everybody who was saying that it's just like 1930s Germany was right. I think that might be Mandis, honestly. Mandis. I saw a picture of it and Charlie Kirk doing like some Masonic hand sign, and Candace looks a little bit like Mandis to me. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so sick of all these right-wing retards putting her forth as like some kind of based awesome oh, man. I hate western woman right-wing retard so much mm -hmm. uh you know what was interesting that it came from somebody i do not trust and think is working for the enemy but it might have been striker eric striker <laughs> uh it was national justice it's i think it's associated with the national justice party you know, yeah and like mike Enoch. They pointed out uh, how some of these uh, big right-wing figures, like this Lauren Boebert, I think she's a congresswoman now, they all got their start with this Israeli pornographer. Uh, so a lot of these right-wing influencers... Is that where Wins Winsky got her start, too, or Witsky? Witsky, I don't think so. Just running drugs for the Mexican drug yeah, cartels. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. But uh, a number of these different uh, people, especially you know some of the women who are a little, a little spicy, you know, like to... <laughs> like to use their sex appeal for the right wingers for Israel. Yeah, oh, uh, they all got started. Uh, you know, and th these photo shoots that this guy would take were completely trashy. They, the, these influencers themselves, were not in pornos, but this guy, the the Israeli, that's what he had done previously. Oh, I'm He's a pornographer. So shocked, an and Israeli pornographer. Yeah. No way. Uh huh. 
I thought they were like, you know, like carpenters and stuff. So I'm guessing it's just a lot of blackmail that he probably has on yeah, on them. And so they serve Israel yep. by shilling for the GOP and whatnot. Now, <clears throat> oh, but they're so anti-establishment. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> they're going to call it the so rhinos. So dangerous. They're calling out the rhinos. The Republicans are name only. Oh, my God. They don't support Israel enough. Um, yeah. It's a sad state of affairs where the resistance really has been misled so many times. I think we'd be so much further in terms of real resistance if we had never heard of Trump. Yeah, we were oh, getting somewhere. Absolutely. We were really getting And if somewhere. we didn't have all these little thought leaders, if people yeah. were just doing shit on their own, you know, they all wait for these leaders to speak for them and these leaders to do everything for them. No one's leading you guys right now. You need to lead yourselves. You know, you shouldn't just be following these people that have a freaking following online and have a podcast or have, you know, their little their little groups where they go name the news. Everybody should just be doing stuff on their own and not waiting. It's frustrating. I, honestly, I wish I wish we could do more. I wish we had mm -hmm. more people to do things with as yeah. well. But when you've, you're responsible for a child, it's hard to really do in-the-street activism, especially when we're already spending so many t hours a day um, for myself, a couple hours at least, uh, doing the Tribune uh, and all of the other stuff that comes associated. Homeschool. Homeschooling, yeah. But, you know... Um, and the show, of course, but products. It's it's not easy, no. and we we're not close to any city center where we could go meet up with other people. But you know, I I still want to do stuff around here. Just at least holding up some kind of sign to show that the people that there yeah, we is have a resistance. Some ideas. We just need to make them and go out and do it. <sighs> we have some ideas on things that we want to just hold up signs and. I want people to be mad. I want them to realize like we can't go along with this. We can't continue to tolerate this. The slippery slope is leading us to fall into the abyss. Mm -hmm. <sighs> just turn around. Like we need to claw our way back. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just our demise. Like that. That's where this is heading. Mm -hmm. If if we don't stop this. It's demise time. I've the for the first half of the show, I was talking about how we need comeuppance. You know, the DHS is putting out all these terrorist warnings about, oh, uh, people are going to exploit the COVID lockdowns, and you know, the COVID deniers are going to be how would conducting you terrorism. Oh, oh, yeah, using it as an excuse to you know, wage attacks. I'm like, no, th these people who rule over us, they're the real terrorists. Yes, and they are. You know what? It's not terrorism I advocate. What I advocate is comeuppance. These people need comeuppance. Uh, over in France, I think maybe some of the political leaders should be worried about la the guillotine. Guillotines? Yes. Hell yeah. We need People need to make but, some here. Well, I, Roll I've them been out. thinking. Roll them out. I would love to guillotine Fauci, but hold up <laughs> all the people. Metaphorically. Hold, hold up, hold up. No, no, I'm talking about the jujitsu move. I'm just oh, going to show him the, right. the guillotine. Right. Well, like he, he's such a little the... pencil neck that his <laughs> freaking little head might just pop off. I just want to show him what restricting blood flow to the brain actually like. does. Just yeah. have a little demonstrate. Empathy. Yeah. I just can't stand. I'd love to guillotine Fauci. our leaders. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, guillotine our leaders and have a little image of some guy throwing a guillotine on. It reminds me of that, that guy that they were interviewing outside of the, the London Freedom Rally that they had, you know, not too long ago, saying, yeah. what are we doing here? Here we are. It's been a year. We're listening to the same freaking shills. He didn't say shills, but they are. The same celebrities like David Icke and this person and that person and Andrew Kaufman. And what's changed? Nothing. 
Because that's why those thought leaders are put there to be a wall. You know, you're right there almost to the end of it. And they're there like, no, listen to my speech. Subscribe to my channel. Where's David Icke's, you know, like vibrational shift that he was talking about? How basically the only thing you need to do is raise your vibration. And and we'll just be in our own reality um, and stuff. Why are we not vibrating? (laughs) Why are we not It's our fault. We just haven't been vibrating enough. Oh, got it. Yeah, got it. Totally. But he's he's right on. He's right on. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he was like, all it takes is, you know, I don't know, he said like 100,000 people or something. Something something needs to happen that's the linchpin. That once that action happens, you know, then the the dominoes start falling all around the, the world. The straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. I mean, and this That's is what they're the, testing. They keep testing. This is the they're putting like a little straw on. And they're like, what? Oh, oh. <laughs> or like, a, like almost like Jenga. <laughs> yeah. Okay, take it off. Um, but they, I don't think they've ever tried to do their Bolshevism like worldwide at the same time they've had their little here you know over here over there over here over there so they're playing with the whole world yeah (laughs) the entire population and i just feel at some point maybe i'm wrong because things are pretty damn bad but at some point nature and people and just goodness has to just conquer and fight back Mm -hmm. I don't think they can do this as easily as they think. And they think that's why they're having to take these extreme measures right now. Well, the Jew World Order is worldwide, of course. It's yeah. right there in the name. Yeah. So our resistance needs to be worldwide, yes. too. It needs to be coordinated. We cannot be thinking, uh, you know, just in terms of Frenchmen fighting for France right. and, and you know, the English fighting. No, it's fighting. worldwide. And this means people of other races. It doesn't mean that we all, like, get along and sing Kumbaya, but... You know, if there are people in freaking Taiwan raising awareness about this, oh, yeah, yeah, cheer them on. Good job. Awesome. I'll share your stuff as long as you're not Knott's Bulls. But um, this is a time to really network worldwide, if possible, with activism. You know, that'd be pretty cool, actually, to have, like, a coordinated message throughout the world. Yeah. You know, different people in this country and that country. Just translated into Translated into, into yep. yeah. Just something where a coordinated message. It doesn't have to be everybody, you know, going flash mob in one place. I think it's best to just do things on your own or with a small group of people that you trust. Just keep. (laughs) Can you imagine? We're getting to the point where thanks Jews is going to be freaking outlawed. You can't ask. You can't say the word who. You can't even ask who's doing it. Who? No. No, you can't. Shut it down. You can't ask that because we're not in control. So you're going to go to jail if you say that again. If you, well, imply, if you imply that somebody even controls the media... Then you're going to jail. And it's canard. Uh, Jonathan Greenblatt is going to have you jailed. <laughs> Jonathan Greenblatt's going to be in charge of the, the Jew logs. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> he said mean things about the Jews. <laughs> this, is what, this is what we're getting to. That you can't even point out who's screwing us. Who's Jewing us. Man, if we just... So we just got to thank them. All the, it's the only, only way. All the people... Who are controlling the CDC? I mean, if, just, if people just knew that they're all Jews, that two percent of our population. Well, Kyle, it's because they're really smart and they're really good at like saving care, the they world. They care so much. Take them along. So much about our health. They care so much. I think that would be funny if you and I just held up a sign that said "Who" with a question mark. Yeah, let's just people get it going like, worldwide. Huh? What do you? Mm-hmm. Just ask who? Who? Who's in charge? <laughs> Who's in charge? Is it Mexicans? No. Is it Chinese? Well, sometimes, but they're Chinese Jews. Is it Irish people? No. It goes it's back to, to that old, to find out who rules over you, find out who you can't Even holding, holding that up is very powerful. 
Just holding up a question. I like holding up signs that ask questions because people get a little less triggered. Or, you know, to find out my version, to find out who's being oppressed, to find out, uh, simply learn who you cannot support. But see, that one, people have their own interpretations of who's oppressed right now. So I don't think well, that... Well, find out who you're not allowed to support. Some you're people, to support some people Black be, Lives Matter. Yeah, but they'll still think that they're they're not. They'll, they still have this persecution complex. <laughs> yeah, as, so every I just think, ma- like, as every single major corporation... Right, I understand that, thing. but they wouldn't be out there protesting oh, same, if they didn't falsely believe the, in the, this. The, the oppressed uh, rainbow warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah. every single corporation and government office just... Right, but I think you. you're you're like overestimating the IQ of most people. <laughs> I, well, if you had it somewhat obvious that you're yeah. talking about white people, it might yeah. get some wheels turning. Oh, wait, yeah. you you can't support white people. Does that mean they're oppressed? I yes. personally <laughs> just think like keeping racial stuff out of this. If out you're going oh, to go part. out and do like uh, Corona stuff, yeah. is the way to go. Because oh, out of this like, particular, you're just yeah. going to turn people off. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not saying don't. Don't do that. It's important. But look, white genocide is happening through this, you know, this Haldemore 2.0 mm-hmm. that they have ready to go. So it, it's all connected. So, yeah, the white race can't survive unless we stop this and stop the people that are doing it. The yeah. two go hand in hand. But I feel like if you're going to try and reach more than just white people, yes. which we should, um, to just leave the, you know, all white lives matter and all that shit because you're just playing into this dialectic of the black lives matter, white lives matter. You know, at this point, not a lot of fucking lives matter, apparently, because we're letting children be uh, covered up with masks and forcibly shot with these injections. So if lives matter so much, then let's start acting like they do. No lives matter. That that, I think that'd be funny. One. No lives like, matter with a an, mask over someone. And an injection is not. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good one. But I just don't think, with, like, this whole White Lives Matter group in Florida um, that is apparently run by a Jew, like, that's just their one message. I just, I thought it's okay to be white was a better message. Yeah. Because when you're doing, when you're just, your call and response, you know, Black Lives Matter, no, White Lives Matter. It's like you're just playing into that. It was kind of like George Lake and Rockwell's white power that was a response to black power. Right. I just I, don't think it's. And white power, I, I've never found found myself attracted to that kind of Oh, you know who is attracted to that is uh, HT and the Jews over at the GDL. They they literally say to each other, white power, brother. A bunch <laughs> of Puerto Ricans and whatever the hell HT is. White power. Oh, apparently one of the guys with the GDL, like one of the many Puerto Rican whatever people that, you know, are saving the white race, those guys, um, he's a convicted sex offender. And that other guy, that 14 heart guy, um, has quite a criminal record as well. Like, a lot. It's like a novel. Is it? Who's the one who? Uh, I think dropped that's. This the, I think that might have been him. Fourteen Heart. They oh. they never admitted who it was that came by. They just took credit and said yes, they did. But I know that Fourteen Heart guy lives in Florida, and I don't even know his real name. I don't give a shit. But yeah, just more criminals part of the JDL. Nice. Are the we JDL surprised? Sending over their convicted sex yeah. offenders and criminals with a huge rap sheet coming off to drop stuff off at my house. Cool. Thanks, guys. Awesome. White power, brothers. White power, my brothers. My white brothers and sisters. And, the, and HT wearing his swastika now is just such a joke. White power. Mm-hmm. 1488. <laughs> oh, God. It's just such a joke. But, yeah, we need more people making uh, making art and stuff. You know, cartoons or... Things that uh, that can reach, you know, more than just the people that watch the White Art Collective live stream. Now, 
I think that it's great to take things into the streets, but also when people say, stop being keyboard warrior, stop doing, stop being on the computer and just get out there and do something. I think honestly, that's an enemy line. That's something that the enemy has put forward because of how effective uh, online oh, yeah. memes and online Definitely. discussions Even have been. Definitely. Co- writing comment sections and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so why they shut them all down. There's a way for everybody to help out. You know, and especially people like us, we're freaking old, okay? We're not like going out in the streets and banging with Antifa. You know, like, I don't want to do that. No, that's counterproductive <laughs> as well. It is, yeah. Well, I don't it might know be why satisfying. anybody. Yeah. But I'm not saying that you're going out and seeking it. Sometimes they'll come and find you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just don't. I'm too old for that. We have we have a child to take care of. But if people want to go out and, you know, and do their little stickering and stuff, hell yeah, well, the, go for it. That's great. The best is taking photos of it so then those can you start to go that. viral online. Yeah. So real world stuff mixed with the, the digital yeah. world. I think that's the way to go. That's what I was seeing, advocating. Um, I've been seeing, oh, Patriot Front did this, which, you know, I, I don't really know too much about that group. Anybody identifying as a patriot is not a good sign. Uh, there's some suspect people involved. Yeah, I but forget. I'm sure there's good people that yeah. are part of it as well. But they and some other groups I've been seeing, like, they'll go to bridge underpasses and, you know, and, like, tag White Lives Matter or spray paint stuff. And, I mean, it's cool. It's more for, like, the video because it's yeah. uh, it's an underpass. No one's going to see that. Um, but I've seen a lot of groups from Europe, like, going around and... Uh, you know, like spray painting on walls and things like this, trying to get the message out. Th- what's uh, what's Mark Coet's group over there in the UK? Oh, the Patri- oh, what is Patriotic it? Alternative. Alternative. Yeah, he's I apparently think... been uh, in some hot water with his followers. Yeah, well, wasn't there a, a child there was a, sex There was a child involved? sex predator that lived with one of the guys that was part of it. Um, just a bunch of other stuff as well. I mean, yeah. So anyway, Mark Coet's group, I guess they've been going out into the hills of Scotland, you know, so I don't think it would be Mark himself, but people involved with the patriotic alternative going out with big banners saying white lives matter. Now, if it was in the middle of nowhere, basically, wow. But but the pictures they then share, you know, in these iconic spots. Yeah. So that's a decent idea. I don't like the messaging of the white lives matter. It's just like answering to the whole BLM thing, but that's what I've always been advocating for is this kind of, activism not necessarily going where nobody's going to see it but taking taking it to a place where you're not going to be confronted by just enemy and uh, also agents. not announcing your plans right. all over the internet you know just, i'm gonna have a march here <laughs> yeah that's why the white man march was so effective because everybody thought it was an actual march we even had the media like i told them to go to the adl headquarters that's they were, what we're gonna be doing. yeah they were asking for an address i was like yeah there's probably gonna be a couple hundred of us um, here's the address. I, I wonder if they even put two and two together that it was the ADL Why address. Why are you there? Yeah, and then they she messaged me. Yeah. She's like, I, well, this march isn't really anything, is it? And I was like, ha, you idiot. We're not there. <laughs> Why would I tell you where we are? Yeah, the whole idea was don't let the enemy <coughs> take their own videos and yep. photos because they're never going to try to make you no. look good. And the one time they did, they got a KKK guy in the picture. So yeah. that's why... Yeah. Wasn't that Ransdell? Yeah, yeah. They, that they came, that the KKK guy came up to Ransdell. So they knew where it was, where it was being, you know, and then they sent their guy in the KKK hood there for a photo op, yep. and then, you know, he left. Yep. What Ransdell was saying was the people driving by didn't even care that there was a KKK <laughs> guy there, and were like, hey, yeah, good, Hong Kong. <laughs> 
I mean, I think most people know that the KKK is like a boogeyman. It's not an actual threat. When's the last time you heard about like some KKK they're lynching, mob? They're lynching <laughs> poor black people all the time. And what kind of scary outfit is that? Like, you're like an idiot. Why well, are you wearing that little maybe back pillowcase in the 1800s, on your head? Yeah. Because black people do get spooked a little bit easily. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts. <laughs> the best, if you ever want to laugh, just um, on YouTube, look up black people reacting to magic tricks. It's the funniest thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, shit. They're like, ah! Like bouncing all around, Falling down on losing the ground. their minds. Like, how do you do it? Jumping around. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. <laughs> David Blaine with black people. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good. It'll give you a good chuckle. But yeah, I mean, there's lots of ways to do activism. I I hope more people will make more music. Come mm. join me. Make some good music because we need music that's not, um, you know. Everything is depressing. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, like the same 10 people listen to it. I just, yeah. I think more people um, should start distributing their own music as well. Like, you you can use these distributors and get your stuff on Spotify. You know, why not? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's, that's about all I have for the broadcast here. Anything else you want to talk mm-hmm. about or promote? Um, so yeah, that's it. Check out HeathenHerbs.com. Check out my Spotify if you feel so inclined. We've got some new music in the works that should be out somewhat soon. So yeah, thanks for listening. All right, support the network if you can. Yeah, Talk to you guys greatly soon. Greatly appreciate it. Bye. Class white, the fed is head with.